News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the Irish Refugee Council have launched their Christmas appeal, Stand with Hope and Dignity, uh, this winter. Nick Henderson, CEO of the Refugee Council. It's a pretty unique set of circumstances this year. It is, Shane. Thanks for having me on. It certainly is. Uh, And uh, I think the Irish public uh, can be really proud of how they have supported people seeking protection and refugees from Ukraine over the last 18 months. Uh, But as we've seen uh, this week alone, uh, with people being on arrival, being homeless, uh, we are in a a really difficult situation. And as a charity, as an independent charity, helping people seeking protection in Ireland, we're, uh, first of all, thanking the Irish public for their support, but also asking through this campaign if they would uh, consider a, a, a donation to us. Uh, to support our work uh, in going forward into January and in, into 2024, because we do expect, unfortunately, uh, the situation to be to, to continue to be very serious. Uh, what do you know? What the uh, the plight is of those 62 people? <coughs> excuse me, 62 people who who were seeking protection but were not haven't been accommodated. Yeah, we had um, around 10 people in our office so far this week, uh, and. People arriving here, and I didn't meet one on Tuesday, but I was uh, close to one in our office, and my colleague described them as being simply stunned, I suppose, that they they, they were in this situation. Uh, they are being directed to services within Dublin City. There's two homeless services that do amazing work that have increased, I, I think, their opening hours slightly. Uh, and people are being given uh, a support. We don't believe that support is inadequate, that financial support. Um, so, and then a couple of people, we at least a couple we know of, uh, have been offered accommodation after having been told there is no accommodation. But I think RTE reported yesterday afternoon that approximately 76 people as of the end of Wednesday were still without accommodation. Uh, I, I'm curious, just against that backdrop, did you uh, listen, did you watch much of the, the, the debate in the Dáil the, on the, the, the immigration motion on Wednesday? I didn't. I was aware of it. I skim-read the motion, um, uh, but I didn't have a chance to to, to listen and, and respond. What, I, what, one of the terms yeah. used was asylum tourism, I think, was one of the terms used in the debate. Yeah, I really would be, I think that's a, a, that's a poor comment. I think it's inaccurate. Uh, people who come to Ireland seeking protection um, have a right under Irish law and uh, European, Union, European Union law to have that application considered. But it's worth remembering if that person has been in another European country under the Dublin regulation that was created uh, decades ago, people can be returned back to the country that they've passed through or they've made an asylum I, I suppose, uh, and this is the argument being put by by, uh, by certain politicians, is that that doesn't really happen, uh, that people are turning up without documentation, they've clearly been to other locations um, and that they are uh, economic migrants rather than fleeing from persecution. And, and by the way, uh, like uh, I'm not saying that in any uh, prejudicial way, uh, if I, I'm yeah. sure we, we'd all do the same thing in those circumstances. Yeah, well, the, it, the, there is powers uh, that the state has, as I say, to return people back to other European Union countries. There's, 
something called the Eurodac fingerprint database. So somebody, when they apply for asylum or pass through or get a visa for any European country, is required to put their fingerprint into that system. When they apply for asylum in Ireland, that fingerprint, their fingerprint would be taken again. And if there's a match, then they would be subject to the Dublin Dublin regulation. Um, I really think it is important that we, number one, that we don't prejudge people's uh, asylum claims. There is a wide variety of reasons why people can apply for, for asylum and receive refugee status. Um, and secondly, also that we are careful around people's identity. Um, you know, I think some of the, I was aware of people, a particular case being drawn attention to in the Doyle or at least by elected representatives, um, this week, and it, I remind everybody that it is an offence to identify somebody as a, an asylum applicant, um, and there's very important reasons reasons for that. Okay. Um, so it's 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 a debate that we acknowledge. Um, we we didn't really uh, have a chance to to input into it. We 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 try to engage with these elected representatives. Okay. All right, Nick. Uh, listen, thank you indeed for talking to us. Uh, Nick Henderson, a CEO of the Irish Refugee Council there, uh, launching uh, the Christmas appeal, Stand with Hope uh, and Dignity uh, this winter. You can find more uh, information about that on the Irish Refugee Council website. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.